Welcome to The Short Game, a show about games that respect your time, things you can play in an evening, an afternoon, or in the case of today's show, civilly, under two hours. I am a host, Laura Nash, and I'm with Reagan Kelly. How are you doing today? Pretty good. Pretty good. This game was uh, a real emotional ringer in a weird way. So I'm eager to hear your thoughts on it. So before we get too much further, I will say Sibylle is a game about sex. And although I don't think many listeners of the short game are have you know, little ones in the room or are unused to explicit language, we do want to say this game is a lot about relationships and feelings and sex. So keep that in mind moving forward. So it's a grown-up game about people who maybe aren't totally grown up doing grown up things. So if that makes you uncomfortable, um, maybe it's not the game for you and maybe not the episode for you either, but it's, uh, it's, it's very different from anything we've covered before. Yeah. This game is an autobiographical story about losing your virginity. And I don't know, is that a spoiler? Should I go back and redo that? I don't think it's necessarily a spoiler. I think it's pretty clear from the beginning of the game that that's sort of the, that's sort of what this is about. So I, I think um, there is a story to this game that is deeply personal and, you know, emotional and sexual and about this sort of awakening, I guess, or just the awkwardness of this period of life and also the awkwardness of this period of online life. So pretty much anything that we talk about is going to be considered spoiler-ish. So if you want, if you haven't played the game and you want to come at it completely unspoiled, um, maybe go give it a try. It's it's uh, two hours-ish, and uh, you'll know right off the bat if you're connecting with it. I think, and it is on Steam as well as itch uh, itch.io and the Humble Store and so on. I think it's ten dollars. This game seeks to put yourselves in the shoes of a 19-year-old named Nina, Um, and it is very autobiographical. The creator, Nina Friedman, had played a lot of Final Fantasy XI online and had met a lot of people online, and this is about – it's not completely about – her relationship, but she uses a lot of artifacts from online relationships she had. And she's working through a lot of the feelings and perspectives of going through an online relationship. So the game is really three acts and you can look at her computer and dig through the files, kind of like her story and get a sense of who she is. And then the act really begins when you open up the game Valtimiri. A sort of a stand-in for Final Fantasy XI online. And, yeah, the game as a game kind of sucks. I mean, it's pretty, but you're just <laughs> clicking on things to attack, and you attack with someone else. It's um, very true to the massively multiplayer online RPG-style experience. Like, click, 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 eventually thing will die, move on to next thing. It really, like, she nailed the mundanity of... MMORPGs. <laughs> As somebody who doesn't really like those games, apologies to those that do. Yeah, but the reason it's so mundane is so you can get out of the way and you can get to the squishy emotional stuff. You can read emails, you can look at photos, and you can see this kind of burgeoning relationship with um, Ichi. You have these you know, live chats that you're listening into. So 
you're not eavesdropping per se because you're playing as Nina. You're playing her character and you're listening to her perspective. So it is a story about falling in love by playing a game presented as a game. Yeah. And I think your mileage will really vary because I had a very different perspective from this as a female in to gaming who haven't done MMOs. And I think there's a reason why 90% of the reviews you hear are just people talking about their MMO or sexual experience. Yeah, it's so strange. Like, so, so real first weird. off, we should probably preface this That's by not saying what we're that, doing. yeah, the, the short game is not going to be having an episode where we all talk about, about our sexual history. You'd be incredibly bored by mine. Uh, but this is, uh, it's a game that really is about connecting with this woman's story and it's so personal it's so autobiographical and raw and really feels truthful so just the same way that if you picked up uh you know an autobiographical article or comic book or uh you know any other type of autobiographical material by someone else about a sort of experience like this you know you might connect with it and you might not and the same goes for this it's very each person's reaction to it, I think, is going to be very personal. Games described as truthful sometimes turn me off because I think it's supposed to be a goody-goody two-shoes game. I was really worried that this game is going to be um, about stranger danger and <laughs> online relationships and how, um, you know, something bad could happen to you online. Um, that's not the story being told. It's a story about vulnerability and authenticity and things being super awkward. Like... So awkward. So awkward. Oh, I, so awkward. I'm not into cringe comedy. I don't like, you know, this. I don't like watching TV shows with my hands over my eyes and peeking through. This game made you feel like, you know, the person who you were playing was making decisions that were very questionable and being really self-deprecating and really awkward. I just wanted to tell Lena that she was beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> I just wanted to tell her that, like, she was smart and beautiful and she got an NYU for a reason. And, like, maybe she should just, like, go out there and try new things. Don't worry, young Nina. Someday you'll be working on uh, working with Fulbright on Tacoma. Don't worry. <laughs> like, oh, God. I know. Well, the phrase from the that they put out in the press kit was they wanted the honesty of the true experience depicted in the game to give players the chance to embody an experience potentially very different from their own. It accomplished that for me. This was so different from my experience as a guy and as someone who didn't really have this type of uh, online relationship in what I guess is the like early 2000s. Like this is a I, – I think probably I didn't completely connect with this game. Um, like I, I thought it was very interesting and I did have a lot of empathy for Nina um, – I had a lot of irritation with Nina as well. I had a lot of empathy for Ichi or Blake, and I also had an enormous amount of irritation with him. Um, but I don't. I don't really felt. I didn't really feel like I connected with the story, and I think it's because I didn't have this kind of experience. Like I had a very different sort of um, experience as someone who didn't really play games online in this era and my experience of dating was from the male perspective and and f for perhaps fortunately not all that similar to the male perspective in you know 
depicted in this game either. So it, it is sort of a different world for me. But it you don't have to have had this experience to be interested in this game. It really does a pretty good job of bringing you into this girl's world yeah, that I hadn't necessarily seen from this side before. Yeah, I think something really interesting about Nina is how emotionally available she is through the poetry she has on her desktop and through some of the conversations with her friends. But I feel like when you are entering into a romantic relationship, no matter how good you are at your feelings in the rest of your life, there's this cutoff wall. Mm -hmm. And I think, you know, there is a point when you're, you know, growing up as a lady, when the rules change and suddenly different things are valuable and the currency changes. And Mm -hmm. suddenly you don't know whether, you know, one day in one context, it's your brains and your wit and your you know, and here are the game skills. Another time it's your confidence. Another time it's your boobs. And you don't really know which things are important at what time and what can be substituted. Hmm. And I feel like in this game, you know, for Nina, at times it was easier to sell, you know, send a sexy picture than say something meaningful or take a compliment. Like, sometimes objectification was easier than vulnerability. Sometimes vulnerability was more easy. You know, I think... We saw her first show pictures of her in a swimsuit and then later share a poem. And I think that was completely intentional. That's a really good point. Uh, Gameplay-wise, we talked about sort of you're essentially hearing the two characters flirt with and talk with each other while playing this online game. And that's one half of the game. But sort of the other half is sort of investigating Nina's world by – reading all the crap you can find on her computer. And there's almost nothing more intimate uh, in the modern day than using someone else's computer. So a lot of this game, you're sitting down at Nina's computer, uh, you know, Sailor Moon-esque desktop picture intact, and, and you're reading through her files. And everything there is intensely personal, from chat logs with friends to photos that she's thinking about sending to... Uh, to Ichi slash Blake, the man that she is inter- encountering through this game, um, her poetry. It's also incredibly personal, and yet it manages to not feel voyeuristic because it really does kind of put you in the place of Nina. So like something like this, something so incredibly personal um, where you're literally snooping through her computer could have felt more transgressive than it does. I think that it manages that sort of aspect of it really well. Yeah, and also, I think that the hardest part, I, I would have thought that going through the files would feel more voyeuristic, but for me it was hearing the voice chat, um, hearing the conversations that made me feel more intrusive, um, especially when, um, you know, neither Nina or Blake can take a compliment, and mm. both are feeling really vulnerable and really scared about their appearance. I mean, she thinks that she looks gross. He thinks it looks like a ghost. They're both really self-deprecating. But, and at times they show confidence. I mean, like, he feels really confident in the game, organizing uh, kind of play sessions. She feels confident in her poetry. Um, She's really jokey with her friends. But in the relationships, they're both on shaky ground and Things are super confusing. There's three acts. And in the first one, it's really early flirtation. It's kind of like, I think you're hot. Ha ha ha. No, you don't. Yes, I do. Send me a picture. 
Yeah. I'm making jokes, but that's literally what it sounds like. And in the second one, it's starting to move more and more personal and real, and people are getting into the confusing bits. And you start getting worried about these characters hmm. more and more. The, the It would be really easy, and I think a lot of people are reading this game, where people are stupid and people are assholes. Yeah, and I mean, like, that's not wrong. Like, these characters are, are young, and that, and all young people, I think, are stupid assholes. That's, that's one of the stages that we go through as, as human beings. But there is more to, to it than that, yeah. And I think when I was playing the game as, and I was connecting with Nina, I felt like I actually typed in the chat, ugh, this guy. Um, there's a lot of this guy moments. Ugh. But I know. Yeah. All caps, lots of all caps. But I think, you know, these are just people who don't know what they're doing yet. And they make decisions because they think that's what they're supposed to do. And they make decisions because that's how they feel at the moment. And then they rethink it five minutes later. And there's not a lot of games that take that flux. Romance in games tends to be a one-way street. You grow in the romance, it stops, it ends. There's not a lot of games about mess. Yeah. And I know people are saying this is a good game about sex. I think it's a better game about romantic mess. That's so true. Like, I love games about romance, as we've well established on this show. But what that means to me in most cases is I like games about, aww. Like, I, I, have, a, I have a soft spot in my heart for games about, um, you know, falling in love and that kind of thing. Games that have that side of it. This game is... It didn't scratch that itch for me uh, because it's a game about how messy real relationships are and particularly real relationships that come about at times where people aren't ready for them and end in ways that really are just a complete mess. Ichi, uh, Blake, he's really like, at least at first, like in the first act, he's, he's confident and he's trying to be seductive and he's trying to be you know he's he's got this image of himself that he's able to project online but then when things start becoming real like he he freaks out he's backing away from it he's kind of saying he's not he he doesn't think relationships are are real or or that they're comfortable and he I'm not into connections yeah he's not into that right and the sort of freak out the mental blockage that you have when something that you want is starting to come around but maybe it's different than the way you imagined it like it's something that i connected with but laura you're you're absolutely right this is a game about the mess that relationships can be um and it is not a happy ending game yeah i think you don't get many you get games of hookups and you get games of love lasting love this is a game about the six-month relationship where afterwards you have a really hard time explaining it to your friends. <laughs> yeah. And it's as frustrating as that relationship was. And I think for me, the good part of the game was the tiny bits that felt so real. I mean, like you see in a chat log where Nina asks her friend for underwear advice and there's a list of links of what she might buy for a picture. Um, or, you know, she has a chat with a dude that she met at the library in real life who has a pretty nice conversation with her for about a minute and then says he has a dream about her naked. Ugh. No. <laughs> um, and it's all those little things that show that this relationship 
feels so isolated, but it's not happening in a vacuum. And I think you see two people trying and not being ready for it, but wanting it so badly that they rush it. Um, or maybe they don't. Maybe it is the right pace for them. This game really likes ambiguity. There's going to be lots of ums on this recording because it's a very vulnerable game. And I think that is not a comfortable place for most people. And it's not a comfortable thing for most game players. Yeah. In some ways, you have to kind of approach this the way that you might like a short film or, you know, anything else that's like, it's very, um, it's not a long time commitment. Hey, the short game. Um, So it, it may not work for everybody. I'll be perfectly honest and say that this game, like, I feel like I got, I got out of it my, you know, my two hours worth of time. Um, but I wouldn't necessarily go out and say everyone must play this game. Uh, because I think it's going to be so varied from person to person. Like this isn't real. This is so specific. It's so personal. It's so, it's so autobiographical, I guess. And, And it, uh, my personal hangups meant that all I did when playing this game was like, like looking at, at Ichi or Blake, the guy in this game and trying to figure out like, what is going on with this guy? Who is this guy? Why is he acting this way? And it made me kind of miss some of the things that were going on with, um, with Nina. You want to be a good guy playing this game. And the funny thing is this game is, yes, it's from a female perspective, but it is a bit about the male gaze and it is a bit about like, when you invite it and when you don't, it's really hard because the game takes so many trigger ideas and puts it into someone's story. So when you're in it, you don't have to worry about it. But when you try to talk about it, that's why I think so many people are just talking about themselves because it's easier than critiquing someone's feelings. And this game is so autobiographical that you can't critique Nina because it's a person. And you can't critique Ichi because it's a person. And this game does a great job of making them people who you can say made dumb decisions or didn't think things through. But you can't – at the end of the day, they're still people. And that's why it's really hard to talk about this show, this game. Yeah, yeah. And and they're so people. Like they're so real people that I I might look at any other – story and say the motivations here don't make sense why are these people behaving in the way that they are and here i can do that i can say i don't understand why some of why these people were behaving in the way that they were on either side and yet i can't say that that's because of a lack of like their motivations sometimes are impenetrable to me but not because i don't believe in them like i believe in these as people even though I was kind of baffled by it at times. I don't know. It's, it's weird to explain. I think actually a few minutes after finishing, I got why both sides chose to pursue the relationship and why it didn't work. I think I got it, but it doesn't make me satisfied. No. So it's hard to know whether to recommend this game or not. I will say they hit their goal of giving you a perspective that you don't have. You only have seen relationships like this from your own perspective. Mm. So I don't care who you are, you're going to get a different view. I wasn't as um, 
insecure, at least verbally, as this character was. I might have felt it, but I didn't say it all the time. I was never constantly, you know, talking down on myself. Um, and it definitely gave me more sympathy for people who are constantly verbalizing their uh, insecurities about their physical appearance. But it would be so easy to only have given that characteristic to Nina. Blake also is worried about it. Like, they're not going to let it just be a gendered thing. And I think they're also not going to let it just be you. Everyone's talking about themselves when they review it because it's hard to talk about Nina. Yeah. It's hard to play as her. It's hard to play this game. I don't know if I recommend it or not. I kind of do. I also took months to play this game because I didn't, I thought it was going to make me feel things and it did. <laughs> I didn't want to do that. Yeah, it definitely did. And that's okay. Yeah, yeah. And it will make you feel things. Like if you play this game, it it will make you mad. It will make you sad. It will make you frustrated. It will make you feel grateful. Like it made me feel so grateful that I didn't have these same experiences. <laughs> And who's had a who's had a perfect experience with their dating life as a young person? Like it's a time that's meant to make you miserable so that you can look back on it and laugh. But gosh, this was so real and so so distressing at times. also have to say though like there is there is an element of this like this is a video game and as a video game i don't think it succeeds at being fun to play so if that is no. what you're looking for this is not a fun video game to play <laughs> do not look to this game for that um it, it wouldn't it wouldn't be fun as a film it would be interesting and instructive and perhaps even deep for some people but it's not going to be fun to play um so don't go into it expecting absolutely that. not and don't go in here expecting to have a sexy time. No, no. I think the videos that the trailer might make this feel more sexual than it is. It is about wanting to have sex. It is not a game where you see sex. So, yeah. sorry. Also, good to know. Um, awkwardly enough, if you go on the Steam forum for this game... Oh God, what are these people doing? Like it's nothing but screenshots of the of the five scenes in which you see clothed boobs. Not even exposed boobs, but cleavage is on screen at about five points in this game, and every single one of those has been posted as a screenshot to the Steam forum many times now. Wow. Guys, get it together. Come on. Don't be those people. Well, they are those people. Those people exist. Thank you, those people. Um, so this game is available on Steam. Uh, it is $10. It's also on itch.io and on the Humble Store, I believe. So you can pick it up. I think it's actually even on sale um, for like five bucks during the winter sale. But that's probably over by the time you're listening to this. Apologies. Um, but uh, I would definitely recommend picking it up 
if you're interested in seeing a game that is so intensely personal, so intensely autobiographical, more so than any other video game that I've ever seen. Um, it's also very well constructed. It's like, you know, it tells its story in the way that it wants to tell it. And it is, it is successful at that. Definitely worth checking out. Uh, unless you're looking for a super fun time, in which case, you know, go play, I don't know, Mario. Yeah, I mean, super good voice acting, not super fun. I, I feel like that's a weird note to leave this on, yep. but that's about it. Like, you, you should check it out if this at, so, sounds at all interesting to you. Um, so I guess, thank you for joining us on this episode of The Short Game. We've been your confused and distressed hosts, Rakit Kelly and Laura Nash. Anything else to say about this game, Laura? Uh, not really. I will say that um, I wouldn't take that Reagan and I connect on different levels to this game solely as a, if you are a male, you will feel this way and a female will feel this way. Yeah. Yeah. I, neither of us have done a lot of online dating, to be honest. So I'd also take that into account as, I um, actually have to own up to that. That's not quite true. Like I, I've had my share of online dating, but I haven't met online people, gaming dating, I guess. Yeah. Not through video games. And even that like is almost immaterial. Like this, this would basically have gone the same if they'd met through like, I don't know, match.com or wherever people meet these days. But the difference, I think, is that they met at a different time in their lives. Like, I, I don't think that I, as a 19-year-old at this point in my life, would have – actually, I don't even know how to connect it to my own experience. I think that it is it is slightly different that they met through an online game than if, for example, they met through an online dating website – because yeah. there's this whole period of trying to figure out if the other person is interested in dating that you get to skip if you're going through online dating. Well, even though we're mixed on the game and we don't know if you will play it, we do hope that you'll listen to us next week when we're playing Journey. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. I can't wait. We've been talking about doing Journey on this show for literally the entire time like it was it was one of the first five games i put on the list when we first decided to start this podcast yes and now that i can play it i'm making everyone else play it <laughs> um so journey is uh one of the most highly regarded and shortest video games out there if you have a playstation console you should definitely download it and give it a try um and we're going to be talking about it uh next week i can't wait until then, you can review us on iTunes. Oh, please do. Yes, please do. We really do appreciate those. You can also find us online at theshortgame.net, where you can leave us a comment, uh, send us an email, and keep in touch with us. Or just tell a friend. Probably the best thing that you can do for the podcast, if you if you enjoy this at all, is tell a friend or two. You've probably got a nerdy friend who maybe listens to podcasts. Tell them to check out this show. In fact, steal their phone, subscribe to the show on their phone, and, uh, you know, eventually they'll get around to listening to it. Eventually. You can also find us on Twitter at underscore short game. And I'm on Twitter myself at Laura J. Nash and Reagan. Oh, I am on Twitter as well as Reagan K, R-A-Y-G-A-N-K. And thank you so much for listening to this episode of The Short Game. <laughs>